Mood.tv Welcome back, everybody. <laughs> I thought you, you would like if we came right out the gate with, with mouth noises. <laughs> heavy, heavy breathing. I was panting with excitement for this week's episode. This episode being the bane of the existence of all you Triskaidekaphobiacs out there. It's our first episode 13. Number 13. <laughs> What's that little girl doing here? <laughs> and, and and being that for all you all you fearers of the number 13, you might be a little stressed out by this episode, so I've prepared a question to help allay your fears. Are you are you are you are you ready, e- EJ five thousand and Gregor Man, who should both speak now at different times? <laughs> EJ five thousand here. I am not afraid of thirteen. It was actually when I was a soccer lad. That's what they call it, right? When you play soccer, <laughs> playing soccer as a soccer lad, thirteen was always my number, and so I'm not afraid of it. And I'm ready for. I'm more afraid of this question than I am of the number you, thirteen. You requested it. I did. I requested it. I know you can request numbers. Do they, can you request a number in, in pro sports? I believe it depends on the sport and then if that number is retired for that team. But Like curling? <laughs> not sure about curling. Do they have numbers in curling? I don't, I don't know. Or, or do they just have n- names? I'm enjoying listening to you two talk about sports personally. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I've sports. Already, I've already <laughs> exhausted my sports knowledge in, that, in those two sentences. <laughs> I said... And 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 Greg Man here. This is Greg Man. Oh hey, it's the Greg Man. I just realized two things. I need to one apologize if you hear fans in the background. I can't really turn them off right now because I am seasoning a cast iron skillet. And two, I hope the smoke alarm doesn't go off. Now, are those sports fans? Being that you're yeah. a sports guy, Greg. I thought I thought yes. you were going to say fans. Oh, you of haven't heard of them, Lamayak. You haven't heard of the fans of the fans in cast the iron skillets. <laughs> the um, Winnipeg. Uh, cast iron skillets of the Professional Curling Association. <laughs> yes, Professional Curling Team. I can't turn my fans off either. They're but yeah, there. so I do. I just, I actually, we were talking before this, and I forgot to mention that. And then I saw it getting slightly cloudy in the room, and I was like, "Oh shit, um, I got to leave the fans on." Well, if your house burns down, I expect you not to leave until we're done re- recording. <laughs> well, obviously, I'm a professional. Okay. Be unlucky to leave That's before all. that, being the thirteenth episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Obviously. Yeah. Well, <laughs> allow me to ask you a question that's going to make everybody feel so calm. What do you envision when you get a little stressed out? And if you'd like, I could begin this time. So wait, what is it? What what do I envision when I begin to get stressed out? Yeah. What do you picture in that head of yours? that rests on top of your neck and your shoulders when you get stressed out. Would you like, would you like to know mine? Yeah, what, you, you picture a, you have a, a picture comes into your head, you're saying. 
Yes. The same yeah. picture has come into my head for years when I get a little stressed out. And the picture is this. There's a, a little room, and there's not much in the room. There's no things. It's just a room. But in the room, like there's no furniture or anything. But what there is, is a morbidly obese man. And he's, he's not wearing clothes. He's totally <laughs> naked. Except for a couple of items. One is tap shoes. He has tap shoes on. And another is a tiny bowler hat. <laughs> and he's tap dancing. And he's so, so happy with, with his tap dancing. And I, you can't see his private parts because he has a stainus. So you don't see his privates. So don't a worry. Stainus? Yes, when your stomach, stomach yeah. meets your anus. Hmm. So it, it overlaps your... Oh, I thought it was a stenus. I always call it the stainus, but I can see stenus. It's like a stomach penis. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The stomach hangs over the penis and meets the anus uh, on a horizontal plane. And so, oh, okay. so it's, it's, it's G-rated. No parents needed for this. Okay. Uh, and he's got a little cane, and he's just, he's just tap dancing, and he's so, he's so happy. And then I get a little calmer. That's what I picture. So it's not that when you get anxious, you picture this. It's that to alleviate yourself from anxiety, you picture this. Do you mean am I being preemptive? Yeah. Uh, I, I can't say that I, I just picture it whenever I'm not thinking of other things in order to not be stressed out. I feel the stress coming on, and then I picture it. It's okay. my happy place. It's your happy place. So you choose to picture this. Yeah, I choose to picture this. I mean, I don't know if I choose to anymore because I do it. I've now done it so, so many times. Yeah. That you know, I don't know if it chose me now. I'm not sure. Do you remember when? When the first time that you decided that you needed a happy place, or what? What made you pick these specific sets of details? I don't know. I mean, I th I think I started picturing this particular image probably when I was in grad school. I started picturing this. And okay. uh, Meredith could attest to this a little bit more. When we would be in, we had this atonal theory class, which is even funnier to picture. It's even better if you can picture, if people are out there, all the, I know all the let me ask you a question listeners really love atonal classical music. <laughs> uh, when, you, when you're not listening to shit tons of Bruce Hornsby, <laughs> you, you pop on the Schoenberg and the, and the Albon Berg. And I always thought it would be funny just to picture tap dancing to that variety of music to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> and so then a big fat guy that's just so happy. I mean, he's really moving. He's like, he's so into it. He's turning. He's doing little tap routines. He buffaloes around. It's like, he, he's so joyous. What, what would be an occasion of stress back then, one of those early days of stress? Like, what would trigger the stress... How how severe did the stress have to be for you to think about fatty tatty tappy fappy fappy tappy <laughs> fatty tappy? I, I never named him <laughs> fatty tapioca, <laughs> but I like fatty tapioca. <laughs> hey, fatty tapioca, get over here! It sounds like something out of the Goodfellas. <laughs> a, a little bit. Um, what would trigger it particularly? I don't I don't know if it was anything particular. Uh, I'm sure it was usually always 
work work related, I would think. Uh, I mean, I don't get I don't get too stressed much, <laughs> but when I do, that's where I go. <laughs> and I could be there for hours. You know, I should have a whole other thing with the stress of enjoying it too much. The stress of enjoying your stress too much. I mean, listen, if I zone out, see, see, if you ever look at me and I look all zoned out and I got like a little drool coming down the side of my mouth, rocking back and forth. Yeah, like, you know, like in Ren and Stimpy when they would do the zoom ins and it would look like sick. Bam, yep. bam, bam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like if you look in and you zoom in and I'm like really lost and there's, there's drool and stuff, rest assured, I'm picturing fatty tapioca. <laughs> <laughs> He's wow. tapping away. And so maybe I should be a little bit more worried that I can just, I could live in that place for hours. That sounds like a beautiful thing, man. It is a beautiful thing. He, he's so happy. Like, if you could see the smile that I see, all the rolls, he, he's, he's just terrific. So does he look like anybody that you know in any way? Nope. I don't think so. Uh, if I had to compare him to somebody, do you remember Punch-Out? Yeah, yes, sir. Remember, remember King Kingpin? Hippo. King Hippo, that's it. King Hippo, King Hippo. Yeah. yeah. If he was tap dancing just merrily... <laughs> With a bowler cap. With a, yeah, with a little, a maybe a little flower in his in his bowler. Uh, I, oh, he's got a little cane too. He holds a cane, but that's not part of his outfit. <laughs> that's Clearly excellent. Yeah, I, I love it. I just, I just, you know, maybe all the listeners can start picturing that when they get. When you I get might because I'm, I'm drawing a blank. Yeah, I, I don't really use that technique, but I like I like the the question. I'm trying to think of something. Yeah. Oh, so I'm you've think got of where I would go. Yeah, what do you do? What do you do when you when you get stressed out in a way that's really funny? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so say usually my my anxiety perpetuates itself in more anxiety and just spirals. So I don't I don't have a happy thought, but I'd like to have one. I like that idea. Yeah, what you do is probably what most people do. Is like once you get stressed out, you don't picture happy things. You picture worse things. Oh, I'm riding it out. Yeah, I'm like I'm gonna make this worse for myself. It just you're like I can top that. Yeah. I can keep top going that right with- to Happy Gilmore. That's the thing, though. Every time now I'm thinking of Happy Gilmore. Yeah, yeah. And so, every time he has his happy thought, thinking yeah, about totally. a little person riding a little horse. Yeah, broom. Like a, <laughs> yep. But then I was thinking, I was like, would it even be better? Would my happy place be to actually be Shooter McGavin when he comes in, infiltrates his happy places? Yeah, because Shooter McGavin's pretty badass at that point. <laughs> like you'd rather be an infiltrator of other people's happy places. Oh, oh, happy that place actually, infiltrator. That might be fun. I would love to see you infiltrate. I would love Fat, to infiltrate. Fatty tapioca. Fatty tapioca. Yeah. All of a sudden, I just, my anxiety increases. <laughs> <laughs> would you think, do you think if you were in a room alone with fatty tapioca, your anxiety would, would increase? Well, I think if I was infiltrating, I would be in a room alone with him, but I'd also hear you like laughing as if like an ominous god around me because I was in your dream. Yeah, what? you'd be in his, like, headspace. And I'd be like, no! And you'd be like, ha, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I guess the question would be, is it worse for Fatty Tapioca, or is it worse for me? Well, I would think, it sounds pretty good for both of you guys. First off, he doesn't exist without you, so we kind of need you. So far, you haven't described him in any way but happy. Is he smiling? Is he sweating? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, if smiling he's, like, exhausted sweating. or, like, miserable looking, I don't think I would enjoy it. But if he's, like, loving life while he does it... Oh, Yes, he's so happy. He's unbelievably happy. It's it's like, it's undescribable happiness. And he's got sweat is just flying. 
everywhere. But he's not losing any weight. No, no, no. <laughs> no, he's going to be fatty tapioca forever because he knows that's just how he needs to be. He accepts who he is. <laughs> Otherwise, how can he make you not stressed? Uh, yeah, exactly. I think if it were, I think if it were a, a he's thin... like, I have a job to do. Yeah, he knows his place. So after he's done, in my mind, uh, he probably tap dances his way over to the buffet. <laughs> the, sit, the Golden Corral. And sits there until I need, I need him the next time. But he doesn't put clothes on. He just tap dances over there naked. Do you think there's any correlation to the way that you usually record the show, sans shirt and pants, and that you were a part-time nudist? Do you think either of those things has anything to do with your fantasy? I was a part-time, I was a part-time nudist, yeah. Not anymore, yes. though. Well, no, that's... yeah. I, I should get back into it. I think this, this, this show is going to make me... I mean, you kind of are sometimes. You like I'm, to record yourself in the nude because I think you're trying to, to put a little bit of that naked tap dancer into your outward persona so that you can channel that good vibe. <laughs> I wonder what... Now, to be scientific again... Yeah, let's, let's because, do it. Because this is we, a very scientific show. All yeah. facts here. Yeah, because and we love facts and we love, and we love science and math. Special guest Neil deGrasse Tyson next week, everybody. <laughs> Sponsored by Jägermeister. <laughs> <laughs> and Penguin Mugs. And Bruce, and Bruce Hornsby. And Bruce Hornsby. Obviously Bruce Hornsby. Rest uh, in peace. Uh, if everybody were to go to their place of employment and put on the bulletin board... Starting a nudist club. <laughs> <laughs> nudist club. <laughs> yeah, okay. a nudist club. It has to be called a club for it to go on the bulletin board. What do you think? It's a big nude yeah. committee? I, what, think, what no, I think you're right. It's just that it's, I think that's exactly what it would be called. It's just it's a I'm club not used thing. to the nomenclature, so it makes me laugh. <laughs> nude, nude society? It could be nude society. There's got to be a pun somewhere there. I don't know. <laughs> but <laughs> bear society, bear, bear... Essentials, bear. This is for another time. How many, <laughs> what percentage, what percentage of everybody's work cohorts would, would sign up? Based upon the fact On that. On average. Would, just in general now, we're just, we're just, straight yeah, up just, nudist question. Yeah, just, just for a sec, being that you, you infiltrated my episode. Gotcha. <laughs> well, most of my cohorts are you two. And I know at least one of you would totally sign up. So right now I got like a 50% percentage rate. <laughs> yeah, well, we hit you at a particular time. But all right, what do you, in your, in, in your new work environment, Greg, that you begin in the next week, do you, if you had to guess it, I mean, this is actually good because you don't know anybody really yet. So it's even better. <laughs> it's a low, very low percentage then because I don't know anybody yet. Oh, that'd be hilarious if the first day on the... Do you get in trouble for that? Showing up nude? No, for trying to start a <laughs> nude club immediately. <laughs> you know, actually, this is a great idea. I'm going to come into the theater tomorrow with a little printout and a little sign-up sheet. And I'm going to put it on the call board for all the actors and the musicians and crew. Like, Just ask for their emails. Anthony DeAngelis is starting a nudist club where we'll all go and hang out in my studio... <laughs> apartment and eat cocktail weenies <laughs> post post show every, or we'll do it between shows every Saturday. You'd probably have to put that underneath the seven other ones of those that are already up there, dude. Because <laughs> I mean, if you're talking about worlds where you're going to have a nudist party. You think the actor world, they, they would love that stuff. Oh, they'd be all over that stuff. You know, I think that's a misconception of actors. Yeah, well, I think I've heard stories coming from your mouth often that 
pretty well, that's much. Just, well, that's because that's me. <laughs> so you talk to that's, be, that's because I'm around. It's a whole different story when I'm not there. When I'm, when I'm not there, they're all wearing like chain mail and magic underwear, and there's there's <laughs> no there's no getting to the to the to the skin. But when I'm around. Have you guys ever had jobs though, where there's like a bulletin board where you start clubs? No. I brought, I brought dental, <laughs> I brought dental dams to work yesterday. Bunch of oh. them. Dental dams. Okay. Well, I want everybody to be safe. You handed them out for free. Everybody got one. Uh, <sighs> I I opened and and I opened. I had one. I licked it. <laughs> So Anthony, every time Anthony gives out a dental dam, another pedophile gets his wigs. <laughs> That's two weeks in a row now. I don't think we want our, we don't want our pedophiles flying. That seems no, like, yeah, yeah that's, the last, that's the last thing we need. <laughs> you got to rethink some of your actions, I think. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the flying pedophile club, when I started that one. <laughs> Not cool. Sign up sheet. Here's the sign up sheet for the flying pedophile club. <laughs> what wasn't cool was how many people signed up. <laughs> that's the only club with like mass mass oh signups there, were, there weren't enough lines <laughs> you, you, know, you, you hate it when the, when the lines run out you don't know what oh, to do geez. then <laughs> like 30 jammed underneath the last line <laughs> you know what I should do I should put Anthony's nudist club sign up and put one line <laughs> just somebody <laughs> I'll just say someone anyone I wonder if somebody would. I wonder if one person would sign up. If, if they knew you again, that's another. Like you said, I think if they knew, like, oh, it's Anthony. Yeah, we're gonna. Yeah, we're gonna sign up. We're gonna sign up. I kind of want to try it. With your see, name? Yeah. Or like, if I would like to see two versions of that, whichever one you pick is fine. But one where it's like handwritten by you, and then one where it's like official documentation, where it looks like the official <laughs> club from the national. You know, and then you're like, wait. We should have a third option where it's all. Cut out of magazine letters. <laughs> Signed by leaving a clump of your hair. <laughs> <laughs> or a finger. <laughs> yeah, that's another option. Which one do you think would get? I'll put them all up at the same time. <laughs> see who's really paying attention. Yeah, see who signs up for what. <laughs> so I guess it turns out you don't envision anything. <laughs> when you get stressed out. Hey, wait, I found our next sponsor, you guys. Yes, it's the American Association for Nude Recreation, and oh. American Association of Nude Recreation. It's real. I was wow. just uh, g- Googling to find out. <laughs> oh, we got to get them to sponsor us. Yeah. Wow. So there you go. Or an event, at the very least. A-A-N-R, everybody. I bet those, that sounds like a bunch of honest people to me. So that's what your letterhead <laughs> needs to be when you put your official sign up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I need, I need to ask if I can get their stationery. <laughs> I'm going to start a chapter. Or maybe it's a chapter thing. A chapter, yeah, totally. Yeah. The Northeast uh, <laughs> chapter of... Uh, the Vitamin uh, chapter. The Hell's Kitchen cha- chapter. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry to drag it back there again. My bad. All right, to get back to... Yeah, I was... I think there's a kind of two things going on there, which I think is cool. One is that you're saying that when you feel anxiety, you think of a happy place. So... I don't usually think of a happy place whenever I'm anxious, so that's one part. And then if I don't, I don't have the happy place scenario in my mind either. Like Greg, Greg was saying, I don't think you, you don't have a instant go to, do one. you? No. And I was thinking the same as you, though. I was thinking the something I see when I'm anxious being not good, as in I'm seeing something terrible, or I'm do like, 
Yeah, that's so that's what I was thinking. The same thing as you, I think. But what do you do to ameliorate the situation? I've been recently trying to. Usually, like you were saying, I'm like daydreaming in my anxiety. <laughs> crack. It's <a> crack. <laughs> <laughs> So I usually try to take a breath and then pull myself out of my head because I'm usually daydreaming about my anxiety. I'm not even in the moment at all, you know? So I try to just breathe and then loosen my jaw and loosen my shoulders a little bit. Loosen your jaw? Yeah, because usually when I'm stressed, and most people, you're clenching your jaw, clenching your jaw, and your shoulders are either risen up or you don't even realize that your posture is usually crumbling in upon itself which tightens your breathing and makes your heart rate go up, which actually contributes to your anxiety rising. So just doing that simple physical action of taking a breath and correcting your posture, that can usually snap you out of it for a second, if you're willing, because we're also really good at, humans are great at at, uh, repetition. So if we get really good, if if you're really good at having panic attacks, you'll keep, you can get better at it and then you can have them all the time. But if you're- (laughs) (laughs) You you learn to love them. Yeah, no, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's all repetition in the human brain. That's why, what is it, tantric meditation where you're saying a mantra. That's why that is so successful with people because it's a form of meditation where you're able to be in the moment because you're not concentrating on your thoughts because you're concentrating on saying something. And these positive affirmations actually work. If you say to yourself, Gosh darn it, people like me. That actually works. I mean, there's a reason that that was like a whole culture in the 90s and still is today. So, <laughs> You think Al Franken still does that every morning? I hope, I hope so. so. Gosh More now darn than it, ever. people like me. Uh, well, yeah, I think the development of habit, you know, for sure. It, it's, just, it's just putting those roads in your, in your mind that make you go a certain way, you know, the logic of it. Like if this happens, then this happens. And so, yeah, it's, it's certainly possible to do in a way – uh, that can lead to relaxation. Like if you immediately feel the stress coming on and I picture my fat man <laughs> and, you, and you fix your posture. It's funny that you mentioned shoulders because just two days ago, uh, another person in the band was like, what is going on with your shoulders? And she like pushed it down and it was all like... That beeping in the background, I think, means that it's time to take a break. Everybody get stressed! And then get unstressed. I like you stressed and unstressed. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, let's take care. Before we we go on, I just want to 
tell everybody to leave reviews for us. I want to see reviews. I want to see glowing, amazing reviews all over the place and places that you can't even leave reviews. I want to see reviews. <laughs> I, I, want to, I want to see the sidewalk chalked with good reviews. Nice. For let me ask you a question. I want to see crime scenes. We want to hear it on the street. See it on the streets, literally. Yes, I want to see tattoos. I I want to I, I want to see any mode of getting the word out about skywriting. Yeah, skywriting. Blow up the moon. Those ones. Those ones with the thing at the shore where the flag flies behind it. Yes, creepy dolls. Creepy dolls. I, I, I don't care how Quarter you order machine toys. Everything. How you get the message out. But get the message out there, put it out there that you really like Let Me Ask You a Question podcast or the Bruce Hornsby fan club. <laughs> but you have to find it by Let Me Ask You a Question podcast. Just from know Mood. that. TV, not that yeah. other non-real, not the other one. Yeah, not the other one. The one from Moot.TV. The other one sucks. That show sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that show. But our show is cool. Bruce Hornsby's going to write us a theme song. Yeah, I talked to him in my sleep. And he was like, I'm on it. He, and, then he, and I looked at his fingers, and they were spiders. <laughs> and his just, backing band was a bunch of cockroaches. <laughs> just dancing on the keys. All right, anyways, I wanted to get that order of business out there because I want to see just billions of reviews that are all amazing. All right. All right, everybody. Back to... Getting unstressed together. <laughs> where, where were we? Do we have we developed thoughts on what we envision or how we how we deconstruct those moments? Greg, you got a happy place? Have you have you pondered a happy place? Uh, Any details of of something that would give you the same joy that Anthony's happy? I, I almost guy wish. Is? I was gonna say I wish I wouldn't have heard Anthony's first and he just explained it because now I can't stop thinking of fatty tapioca. I hope that I hope I just impart that to you, and from now on, fatty. You might because I really don't have a happy place. I mean, I don't think I have like just like a. a <laughs> I don't place have a happy I place. Go to. <laughs> no, I just mean like yeah, like I don't I don't have a place that I go to. I'm more I, it's it's actions. It's something I try to do. Like literally, I joked, but League of Legends. Like if I'm really stressed out or any you know any type of video game, really, I just it's that whole. I think it's like you're you know kind of like we were saying, take your brain somewhere else, yeah. de-stress. I'm like okay, I'll just. You know, play FIFA or shoot some people in the head in video games or, uh, you know, play League of Legends with you guys. Be like, hey, I'm playing right now. You could masturbate. Yeah, that's probably, that's that's in there. Have you ever masturbated when you played League of Legends? No. Hmm. I find it hard to click the mouse <laughs> I, while I... I go, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that's not the answer I was hoping for. <laughs> I was hoping that would spark another debate. <laughs> uh, I agree with Greg, though. Yeah, I like. Hand? I've been recently. Anytime I'm feeling anxious or any negativity, I will drink an entire bottle of water. That's something I've been doing. So That's I'll a good idea. And boom, pound a, really a bottle of water. Idea. So I've been getting my correct amount because there's definitely between eight and twelve times a day where I'm like, ah. So that's like one that. of the things. I'm gonna write that down. Hang on. If I replace Jaeger with water. I don't even know how successful I'd be. <laughs> and then the the drums, I, I have an electronic drum set, set set up here for myself. And whenever I get really stressed, I will hit that. I'll, I'll go for that. Um, I'm not good at exercising. I've never been good at it. But I drum 
to the point that I get exercise and it makes me feel really good and I lose myself. I usually play along to tunes that uh, like I'll put on Pandora and play through an artist that I like. I won't usually like try to practice, but I like to practice technical type bands too. So that really does help with anxiety and I feel really good because I've exercised and I freed my mind for a while. Does anybody, that's, that's good. I, wait, hold on. I have two questions. One. Oh, I got to go. Talk to you later, man. <laughs> when, you, <laughs> when you get up from the drum seat, is it, is it damp? Usually, yeah. Totally. I usually put on a hooded sweatshirt, too. I, like, I try to get sweaty. So you really, you're getting in there. Yeah. I usually, I've been like, I used to play a lot of the Queens of the Stone Age and that kind of stuff to get the workout. That was my been, second question. Is, but I've recently switched to like uh, Less Than Jake and Streetlight Manifesto, like a lot of old ska, kind of because I've inspired by Sean Arajo. But just like I love Goldfinger and the channel on Pandora, Goldfinger has a lot of old ska and it's fast. And so I'm like, yeah. Say, so, yeah, that's funny. Yeah, getting a good workout from that's a workout. playing my, the, old, the old good stuff. Here's my second question then. What, to be scientific... What percentage of drummers, when they go to have a real raucous drum practicing session, put on the John Denver station? Well, from my past professional experience, of which I have lots, having previously worked for one of the world's number one drumming magazines, I can tell <laughs> oh, yeah. you that the percentage is upwards of four. <laughs> so you think, <laughs> do you think some people do put John Denver on? Hell yeah, man. People love John Denver. And they go to town. I'm sure that no matter if you, whatever you love, you go to town on. I'm sure people are putting on the Beebs and they're putting on Rachmaninoff and everybody's going to town. <laughs> How many drummers that have double kick drums practice John Denver the most? <laughs> <laughs> How many? One, one practices the most. <laughs> Because you can only have one who has the most. <laughs> and as long as there is one, I see. I see. he is practicing the most. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not the most out of all of them. <laughs> the most out of what, what, what they do. The most... How many people practice John Denver with their double kick drum more than any other artists? Not to be confused with the one that's out there that practices John Denver with a double kick drum the most out of the people that practice John Denver with a double kick drum. I think, I think we'd have to ask John Denver. I think he's the only one who would know at this point. The he's the piece. only one. He's like, yes, I love to warm up my drums by playing my music with a double kick pedal. All right, well... Uh, I, I was going to say zero. I was going to give you a flat-out zero. You think it's zero? I think it's zero. I don't I, think anybody needs a double kick pedal for. If you're out there, I bet it's you're listening one. to let I me ask you a question one. podcast. I don't think there's one. While you're setting up your double kick drum, that ha- or no, that has a double kick and plays John, John Denver, Denver the most. <laughs> the most. That's the, the most. thing. Yeah, it has to play John Denver the most, and that is a big fat zero. It's like the most. If that raucous. person exists. That better be the first email we get is from that person who's like, "Fuck you, the Grega man." I play John Denver the most, the most on my double kick pedal. <laughs> Signed, John P. Elversman of, of, of the John Denver <laughs> the cover band. The most version of any song you've ever heard. The John and Bob Denver cover band. Take me home.
<laughs> oh man. Well, I want to meet them. That's that. That's that guy. my new happy place. Yeah, that guy might it's be my happy guy, place. That guy, <laughs> double bass drum, John Denver player, <laughs> the most. He, he is actually no. That now he's replacing the music of Fatty Tapioca, and it's the double bass John Denver guy <laughs> and Fatty Tapioca tap dancing to it. That's my new happy place. Picture if at the height of John Denver's prime, he got a new drummer, and they're all at the at the gig setting up, and he pulls out another another kick drum <laughs> the thought of that just seems terrific <laughs> and and john denver's like oh oh <laughs> what you got there <laughs> <laughs> had a gong it. set up with a pentagram on it too it was, it was pretty risque but he was into it it's pretty progressive i mean i feel like there's a lot of double kick players that really like folk stuff You'd They're be really, I mean, stereotypically, I agree with you. And for humor's sake, I'll go with you. But you'd be really surprised because there's a huge Latin influence with people doing that left foot ostinato stuff. And so you yeah, got you got these that. people that are like totally jazzy and big bandy because the double bass drum is actually originated from the big band days. And so, so you'd be like, oh, because they wanted you know two different not tones. Big bandy, John Denver. <laughs> John Denver's <laughs> what? No, he's not. You know, this is you know. We haven't mentioned yet that this is also the the big band version of John Denver songs Enthusiast Club. <laughs> put a little swing in it. Take me and home. again, the population is one. It is only Anthony of and, the three of us. And it was the album is Swing Into Denver. This is Anthony's way of uh, breaking the news to us. He's like, what do you guys think about a double bass drum version of Bob Denver songs? We need to release Swing Into Denver. We need to... We need to do that. We need to cover. His. So EJ, how's your double bass? I'm on it. Let's do it. I gotta go release some, some anxiety, guys. John Denver cover band. I want to watch you get unstressed. <laughs> that sounds. That sounds wrong. <laughs> Is that harassment? Would that be harassment if you said that to somebody? I, if if we consider this work, then yeah, that's sexual harassment. Do you think? I th- I could probably sue you if I wanted. Yeah, you creep me out, man. There's Keep nothing on- sexual about it. <laughs> I want to watch you stress, de-stress. <laughs> the lack of shirt in those eyes would say otherwise. I want to I want to watch you get unstressed. <laughs> Seems like a very nice thing to say to your coworkers. Nah, I just want to watch you get unstressed, man. <laughs> I'm going to watch you get unstressed. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to watch you get unstressed. <laughs> I bet you seem a little nervous. You know, I'm going to stand here and watch you get unstressed. I'll s- that will not work. Yeah, that that sounds like that sounds like I would have to go to my happy place. <laughs> Let's go well, to my happy my- place. Go to my happy place. Yeah, in my happy place, he's already unstressed. He couldn't be more unstressed. <laughs> Except for the tap shoes. <laughs> All right, well, once again, we've gotten almost nowhere. We know how I do it, but... <laughs> I mean, you know I think, I you think we've got a lot... upon me a happy place. You should feel good. We've gotten yeah, a lot of incredible. good information here, but I just didn't realize that people don't all have an image that they just go to. That go to, yeah. So a lot of you... people do. Whenever you're, like, at that store, do you think, like, where most people would see their families, you're going to see that guy? 
I'm there all the time. So I'm always. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always That's I'm your always Valhalla, there. man. That's your heaven. Yeah, I mean, we're practic- I'm borrowing sugar. I'm there. I'm like, I'm always there. <laughs> neighbor stuff. It's just neighbor stuff. Uh, it's all good. This episode, yeah. once again, is sponsored by Jägermeister. <laughs> yeah. Drink more Jäger. What was the phrase? It was. We had like a, it was like a thing. You put it at the end of one of the episodes. It's my favorite. <laughs> that thing you can't already. remember, I know. It's great. <laughs> the, the thing you can't remember. That's a good name for a podcast too. That's a good that's a good slogan for Jaeger too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody, drink more Jaeger. Until next time, go to moot.tv, spend a lot of time there. A lot of time. Just click on the advertisements. Just cut into your porn time a hair. And go actually we should post some some porn sites on moot.tv so they can go through the banner, you know? There you go. Isn't totally. Like- well, and if you already look at porn, there's a chance that you might see those banners already. If. If. I mean, if. <laughs> <laughs> moot.tv needs a lot of that a lot of that stuff. I a also want to say that I think we we may have acquired a podcast that will be a new addition to Moot.tv coming up, but this is not the official announcement, but if anybody else out there who's a listener and has a podcast or is interested in doing a podcast, please feel free to contact us through the contact form on Moot.tv. We're always looking for contributors, and we love your support. It's been a lot of fun. This is I love doing this with you guys. And we want to hear, we want to hear from you. I want, you know, I want to hear your questions. I want to hear how you get unstressed at night. <laughs> Send a picture, is that what you say? Or video, isn't that? And then you make a mouth Send noise, him a live right? feed. Is that how it goes? Love a live feed. <laughs> Send nudes. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, If that's how you distress, though, only if that's how you distress. Yeah, if that's how you get unstressed at night. It keeps on. It keeps on sounding like you're telling everybody to get undressed. No. How do you get undressed? I told no. you to undress. No, that's not what I was. That's 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 not what I was doing. <laughs> I, I want everybody to just to just not have any clothes on. Well, we'll see them all at the <laughs> NN, NNRP, right? Or NNA, uh, the NPR? AANR. We'll all see them at the AANR. This is soon to be an NPR show. American Association of New or for Nude Recreation. <laughs> Terry Gross asked if we would like us to replace fresh air <laughs> with, with stale air. <laughs> with Happy Place with Anthony D'Angelis and the fat guy. Tap dancer. Fatty Tapioca. Fatty Tapioca signing Fatty off. Tapioca. All right. All right, everybody. We love you. Uh, uh, be gone. <laughs> Go! <God. Mood.tv I want to watch you get unstressed. I was a part-time nudist.